I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at bluenile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nine Pitches, or as I accidentally called it on today's news, Three Pitches, because I was only thinking of my own oh. pitches. But Selfish proof. I'm so sorry. I'm joined by Ross and Andrew, who have also hopefully brought three pitches each, and that'll leave us with nine in total. It will. Yeah. Are you okay? I'm all right. Are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank oh, you. I'm just I'm tired. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm just, too, I'm just too excited. You excited, Ross? I can't wait for this weekend. Yeah. That sounded really insincere. I can't wait. But it will be a fantastic show because last year it got our mm. highly acclaimed Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast show of the year and that build was blighted with many injuries and this year yeah. we don't mm. have the injuries, therefore it's going to be the best show of the year, bar none. And Tony Khan has hinted that something might happen that could make this one of the most memorable things ever or something, Yeah, he said this week. D'Lo Brown. D'Lo <laughs> Brown, maybe? Yeah. Or it could be anyone. Because it's Forbidden Door 2. Um, we've brought pitches to the table, but at the time of recording, I think I believe there's only four matches announced for the card. Mm-hmm. Correct. But that's, in a way, given us more freedom with the pitches. Yeah. Carte blanche, I think the artists call that's it. That's right, so we can Carte just do blanche. whatever we want. What's the, What does that mean? Painting. Blank, oh, blank, painting. Blank. Carte white, door. Light like, cartridge. Like NXT's <laughs> Gigi Dolan, Ross likes art. and of she li- We learned this week that she likes very broad art. Broad art? No, she she likes art in a broad... So she was leaning against ah. like a wall with a mural on it. She's going... Oh, that sounds very Owen Morrison. That, that just sounds like she's taking drugs and stroking a furry wall. <laughs> sounds like <laughs> Owen Morrison. He likes a good lean, does our Owen Morrison. He likes a good lean on a wall. Does he? Yeah, oh, he's a cool boy. He likes a lean on he a wall? He likes a lean on a wall, let me tell you something. What does this mean? He yeah, just likes this? leaning on a wall. That's I'm not literally I'm going to I'm gonna have to notice this now. <laughs> that is literally it. He, when he's talking to someone... He likes a good old lean on the wall. Oh, yeah. I'll, have to, I'll have to look out for that in the future. Um, right, let's get on with the, you know, <laughs> the pitches. We'll go around in a circle, Ross, then Andrew, then me, round three times, and we'll be left with nine lovely pitches. But remember, it's not what we think's going to happen. It's, it's what, what we want, want to happen. Ross, your first pitch, please. We get to the point of the show where MJF is, the first, is supposed to face Tanahashi. On last week's Dynamite, MJF teased not showing up to Forbidden Door because it wouldn't have been the first time he's done something like that, blah, 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 blah. So let's use that. I've written this down without any sort of sarcasm. Let's use that to create some overbooked magic. Tanahashi makes his way down to the ring and is in the ring ready for a fight. We wait and we wait and we wait, but there's no sign of MJF. The man's a massive scaredy cat and his T's not showing up. And in fact, 
hasn't shown up at oh. all. Sam oh. <laughs> Punk's music hits out comes One Bill Phil. And he says, worst the effect of, hello, Tanahashi, I'm One Bill Phil. I'm the real AEW world champion, as he reveals the original title from his lovely red velveteen sack that he had on last week's collision. And since I'm the real champion, and you're here to fight the champion, and the supposed champion isn't here, One Bill Phil is here to fill a place on the card and fill your mouth with a knuckle sandwich, you douchebag. I struggle to see how he can cut a better promo than that. <laughs> Phil walks down to the ring, but he's just about as he's just about to enter the ring, a man in a black balaclava. I've gone there straight oh. away. He snatches the title and the velveteen bag away from Punk's clutches because Punk's put the title back in the bag to walk down the ring because it seems more, you know, I don't know what. Uh, and the master assailant then commandeers a microphone and says, I finally got the bag. Now you can go to sleep, you little wazzock. Once again, I struggle to see how he can cut a better promo than that. The balaclava is slowly removed, and it is revealed to be Kenta. And he takes his tracksuit off, and he's ready for a fight. Now, you may recall that Kenta basically said that he and Punk will never happen because of stuff relating to money, but he also tweeted, I'm so pissed that they planned our match without my permission, and I'm going to make, uh, I'm going to make it with no bag. So he's got a bag now. It's got the title in. The yeah, 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 the, the bag. The bag. The bag. It's I like symbolism. It. Oh, right, okay. This is my personal feud. He finished that tweet. Well, now he's got a bag, and that bag has a title in it, and attached to the title is the opportunity at the champion's purse, which is probably bigger than all of the other purses in wrestling. One Bill Phil is like, come on. Tanahashi starts doing some sick air guitar. Huh? Kenda. Tanahashi. What? Oh, he's been. A, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Tanashi is there. Sorry, I'm, God, I'm following. Yeah, I'm sorry. following. Kenta's on the way. Totally, one, yeah, totally, yeah. One uh, Bill fills in the ring with uh, Tanahashi. I forgot all about Tanahashi. To be honest, <laughs> he's there. He's there. He's, there, he right. he's doing some sick air guitar. Yeah, he's ready for a fight to signify that he's happy to go and proceed with things. Just as the bell is about to be rung for this highly mahusive triple threat match, out comes MJF from the crowd. Wow, oh, wow, wow, wow. He's like, firstly, you're not the champion, Phil. I am. Second, you two little pricks from your little promotion over there in Japan, you got. Can't be running a show of this size. That would be like Tony Khan running this place properly. Whoa. Beep, beep, beep. So since I'm the king of the castle, the king of the castle, <laughs> this is going to be a four-way. Suck my dick, Tony Khan. So we have Punk versus Kenta versus Tanahashi versus MJF and an exhibition match for the ages. The subplots, the rivalries, the prospect of Punk screwing MJF in this match that would set us off on a champion versus champion storyline or something like that. It's overbooked, bollocks. You had me. You've done me. <laughs> Stick a fork in me, I'm done. Mm. You know what mm. I mean? It's one of the... Sorry. <laughs> right in the night. Hang on. Hang on. Fraser was wearing that T-shirt the other day. You got well, a faction going. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Hang on. The, no, the arrogance of youth. That don't work, is it? I don't know. I don't know. It's just a rock star T-shirt, isn't it? Oh. You, wait, you saw me wearing it first, though. Did I? Yeah, because I oh. came upstairs and you were like, that's a good T-shirt. Fraser had it on yesterday. I remember that much. Well, have we been sent like some sort of package by Rockstar? No, I bought, I bought this one, me. And he copied you. He must have done. What Arrogance. do you think of Ross's pitch? Sorry, I thought it was fantastic. Cheers, I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> it did not go where I thought it was going to go. I thought it was going to go more in a simple route. But then you know you were like overbooked bollocks. But we got to a very nice match at the end there. It was inspired by the end of last week's Dynamite. Yeah. Return, 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 I return. Like it. Wah! Mm. <laughs> wah! <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoyed the dialogue. I enjoyed the use of Wazik by Kenda. He loves yeah. that word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I like the, the, I like the different um, 
like how, how all four men, they, they, so many different crossed wires in that match and everything. But one thing that I thought was, would I just prefer seeing two singles matches rather than... That is the 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 the, the danger I've made with this pitch here. And but I, I, you I, have link, but with but if there were just two singles matches, you wouldn't get that link between MJF and CM Punk, maybe. No. So I'm going to um, give it a hesitant yes. It's like thank a, you very much. It's like a, it's that it's like a diagonally up. Yeah. It's a cab. It's like it an was, orange Cassidy. It's a cab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm giving it a straight up beer. Ooh. Straight up beer. Get it? Up. You know what I mean? Uh, that was no, but, but I think as well because of the four way thing. I think that's a good way to sort of set the precedence because then you can fork off and you can do that. <laughs> Careful, you can do that. Careful you now. Do. You can do the... You can do the... Oh, my God. You can do the singles matches then, can't you? You can God, do geez. them afterwards. <laughs> Calm down. Do I do a second version of that just in case we can't use the one you said there? You can... Branch off. You can veer yeah. Mahan off and finally away. do them. Uh, yeah. And it'll be great, and I like it. <laughs> Andrew said, like, a fork in the road. Yeah, yeah. You can F you... off in different directions, <laughs> but it sounded really I suspect. I have thought about no, that it was beforehand. Right. It'll be you fine. Know? I hope it'll it can actually fine. stay in the video. Yeah, I hope as well. I'm yeah. sure it can. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> At least we've done a second take, just in case. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. Should we move on? Yeah. Go on, then. Go on, then. Okay. <laughs> well, mine is also relating to this match, but um, I've, I've gone I've gone all... F- beforehand building up to it at least anyway you know as i like to do so we're going over to tonight's episode of dynamite and it's adam cole he's looking for another shot at mjf calling the AEW world champion out for not giving the match the extra five minutes it deserved last week but cole says he understands why mjf would decline such an idea in the first place given that he had the champ dead to rights in the middle of the ring last week anyway and this brings out mjf who stands atop the ramp with a smirk on his face and a brace on his neck as well. Hmm. MJF says he knows what Cole is trying to do, trying to coax him into another match. But the fact is, Mr. Boom Boy screwed the pooch. He lost. He fizzled out. Oh, dear. Mr. Boom Boy screwed the pooch. And even if MJF did want to step into the ring this week to definitively prove to Cole why he is still the AEW champion and the best in the world, as you can see, well, he's injured, isn't he? And he's on private medical professionals far away from those children in the back that like to play doctor have advised him against any in-ring action for the foreseeable. So... Get to the back of the line like everybody else. And let me tell you, Cole, it's a it's a bloody long line. Sayonara. Oh, sayonara. Oh, yeah, Fabindo's coming up. Uh, oh, that reminds me. Hiroshi Tanahushi. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> bud. No can do on Sunday. And Tony, if you try to make me wrestle with this injury, you better have the best lawyer's money can buy because I'll sue your bottom for every last cent you have, you indie fed-loving mark. Whoa. Whoa, he's going all out. It's just yeah. MJ. It's just MJF in it up, isn't he? Uh, so throughout Ren- Wednesday night, there's numerous occasions where Renee tries to catch uh, Maxwell for an interview to ask about the extent of the injury and what exactly is wrong with him. But when she does, it's clear that he's feigning being hurt. You know, he's seen without his neck brace on before he quickly throws it back on for the interview. It keeps us in suspense about what's going to happen at Forbidden Door. Will he show? Will he not show? Who knows? Now we go to Saturday Night Collision. 
and we see Hiroshi Tanahashi, Hiroshi Tanahashi arrive to the arena with word from commentary that he's there to talk to Tony Khan directly about the status of his match with MJF. We see him enter into Tony's office early in the show, and we see him leave later on as Tanahashi, as Tanahashi turns to the camera and utters, I see you on Sunday, champ. In a northern accent, <laughs> I see you on Sunday, champ. Insinuating a deal has been struck between the parties. Now we go to Forbidden Door and the match itself. So out comes Tanahashi first. Air guitar in like Ross said. All seems to be normal. And then MJF music hits. And he's there. What? What? In his robe. He's got his devil's mask on. He's making his grand entrance as he likes to do. He steps into the ring. And instead of posing and playing to the crowd, though, sort of brushing off the fact he's in the ring with Tanahashi, he walks straight up to the ace face to face. He slowly peels the mask off, only to reveal that it's none other than Philip Brooks himself, CM Punk, standing in front of the New Japan legend. He then, because he, so he's got his robe tied up at the moment as he walks down, you know, because obviously you'll see all his tattoos. He's got it undone. Yeah, so yeah. he walks down, he unties his robe, and he's wearing the black strapped AEW title, the one that he alluded to carrying around in his red saccharoonie. The crowd comes unglued before he asks for the microphone. And for once, he actually doesn't say too much. It's not on the level of Ross's promos here. I mean, mine was a bit too far. It was pretty, it was pretty good. Uh, he says, you wanted a match against the champ? Well, here I am. We were supposed to dance this dance last year. And I told these people I've got a lot of unfinished business left in between these ropes. I'm nothing but a man of my word, Tanahashi. Fight me. And then they have a fight. And oh. it's delightful. Uh. And it's very simple. And there you go. It's grand. Seems like we both really won. Or, well, I think I won it as well. But we've all we've all kind of... Sown the seeds, yeah. not fully gone for, but sown the seeds of a punk MJF rematch in the future. Yeah, definitely. Do we that's think the way it's got to go, isn't that's it? That's what's going to happen. Because so. yeah. they both I got the belt. So. Yeah. yeah, echoes of punk and Cena back in yeah. the day. Mm -hmm. There was lots of that with like the with like his heel stuff as well. You know, yeah. CM Punk's uh, promo on Collision and the stuff. He oh did my god, WWE. now he's the New York Yankees. Oh my god! Oh, wow. Um, it's a yes from me as well. Thank this you. one. Um, I liked the the bait and switch of it actually being mm. punk and everything. Um, so when Ta I'm assuming that when Tanashi went to see you later, champ, he was talking to punk. No, he just said MJF. champ ambiguously. Right, okay. You know what I mean? It's like, who could it be? I'm, sure. I'm also know. glad he was wearing the robe, not only to hide his tattoos, but so that we weren't fooled into thinking it was MJF. Yes. Because we would be like, where's his thick dumpy? Mm, where's that thick? That's truck? exactly what you would think yeah. about first. Thanks. So that's that's what Matthew thinks about first. He, he does. His yeah. thick dumpy. Yeah. yeah, he can't. He can't. Loves his ass. But if I do an Irish accent, he gets really offended on behalf of Irish Potato, potato. But he objectifies. But he objectifies MJF's thick dump truck, mm. does he? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> it's a yes from me as well. Thank you. Thank it you. It is a yes from me as well. You've created a lovely estuary of a lovely wrestling river. Estuary? What does estuary mean? I don't know. I'm trying to think of the word of the so the source of the river. You know where it starts in the mountains? The oh, mouth of the, the river. No, no that's, that's where it goes no. out of the sea. No, maybe, this, maybe it's the source. Yeah, maybe the so it's it the is source. the source, right? Let us know. The south. Bear so drills you, will be get, the you get to the mouth of the... The mouth is the, the big de bit, The delta. It? The delta is the end of the river, isn't it? Got some mm. sedimentary rock at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lovely. Um, I'm not, I've not, the shock of the century, I've not mentioned CM Punk in any of my pitches wow. this week. Wow. Um, but instead, I've gone for the IWGP World Heavyweight title match, which is not one of the most keenly anticipated matches so far because mm. we've got Brian and Okada, which is probably, and, and Osprey Omega, which are the two big ones. Um, Sonata versus Jungle Jack. Are we calling him Jungle Boy or Jack Perry? Is Jack Perry now? Uh, Jungle Jack Boy Jack Perry. Yeah. Jungle it's like Machine Mayhem. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Nick, crazy nickname, isn't it? Mm. Um, 
Well, I don't think this match is particularly anticipated because Sonata is not on the level of a global star like Okada or Tanahashi or anyone like that. And also Jungle Boy has just lost lots of momentum. The crowd do not like him at the moment. Mm. So I'm trying to take advantage of that with a pitch like this. Sonata, <laughs> Sonata wins the match, as many are probably expecting him to, but he's given a good go by Jungle Boy. He comes close on several occasions, but I feel like the crowd probably won't believe Sonata is in any real danger of losing New Japan's top title to any AEW wrestler, let alone Jungle Jack. Uh, Sonata wins Jungle Boy passing out to a dragon sleeper rather than submitting so we're keeping him brave you know he's still a brave boy uh, Sonata's stable get in the ring to celebrate with him now for those unaware Sonata is currently he's left LIJ he's in a new stable called and I'm not kidding just five guys um, <laughs> it's really stupid that they, sounds they, like there's a lawsuit in I was going to say that well initially they were, they were just four guys and then when Sonata joined them they became just, just five, five guys, guys. They're basically the remnants of Suzuki Gun, but Suzuki left them and Zack Sabre Jr. left them. One of them is Taka Michinoku, mm. out of interest. Um, they all celebrate a bit, and then as they go to leave, because Taka's playing like a... He's not the comedic figure we all knew and loved from the Attitude Era. He's actually a bit of a raggy. He's a bit like... Oh, that's his voice now. Yeah, he he's really swears, good. He swears, doesn't he? Yeah. Does he's he? I remember listening to his theme on YouTube right from about 10 years ago-ish. I don't know where he was in Japan 10 oh, years yeah. ago, yeah. but it just starts with a swear word. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's various other swear words throughout the theme. I he's a bit... Like he's just an angry tucker. man. Yeah. yeah, yeah he need, like since he lost the calming influence of Funaki, <laughs> I think he needs that back in his life. Um, anyway, Tucker, as he's leaving, bumps shoulders with Hook who's been in Jungle Boy's corner, of course, because he's his best friend. And he's currently checking on his semi-conscious friend in the ring. Taka and Hook bump shoulders, and Taka shouts in his face, all disrespectful. But Hook obviously doesn't back down because he's Hook, and instead grabs him in a huge T-bone suplex. A few weeks ago, we were trying to think what that suplex is, and we were like, butterfly, or is it? Ah. The T-bone, I believe, is the suplex Hook often does. The Sheldy B. The Sheldy yeah. B. Yes, baby. Uh, Taka, is, <laughs> Taka is gutted. He's just devastated that he's oh, been like that. The rest of the stable are ready to fight, but Sonata is quite a cool guy. He's like, no, calm down. And, all right. and he glares at Hook, who doesn't move a muscle. So he reaches out and gives him just a little pat on the shoulder. He's like, oh, you're all right, you. You're not bad. I like your attitude. They leave, but now who should be standing behind Hook having seen this exchange but Jungle Boy, who's like... Dang. What was, what was that all about? And like, where's my respect? He's like reaching out for a handshake, but they've already left the ring. And he's like, well, I'm the one who should be, what, not you, Hook. Um, he says even, what was that all about? Where's my respect? You didn't even wrestle him. Hook doesn't say anything back, but I imagine the crowd will get on Jungle Boy's case for this a little bit. Um, Hook turns to leave the ring, but Jungle Boy does that classic wrestler, don't turn your back, like spins him round mm. by the shoulder. Don't turn your back on me. Finally, his frustration boils over and he slaps Hook. Hook remains still for a while as the crowd presumably let Jungle Boy have it. Finally, he looks up. Jungle Boy slaps him again. So Hook fires back and the brawl is on. They go back. Don't laugh at the no, brawl. No, I, I liked it. And the brawl is on. I like the enthusiasm. They go back and forth. with. I felt a bit like Chan, it was a bit Chandler Bing there. <laughs> the brawl is on. Could I be any more brawly? Yeah. <laughs> they go back. <laughs> you know when they have to pretend to Joey that that Monica's having an affair because Chandler's yeah. like, yes, that's right, I'm here, so the sex can stop. That's how I felt when I said it. Um, they go back and forth with Hook getting the better of a tired JB. He backs him into a corner and throws those body shots that he does before wheeling away, but as he turns back to Jungle Boy, he gets kicked down below. It's a low blow from Jungle Boy, who has turned to the dark side. He finishes Hook off with a blow from the FTW title, which he takes with him up the ramp before casually hurling it at Taz like Brock Lesnar did to Vince in oh. real life that time and Taz is obviously fuming and it sets and then we just 
that's the end of the pitch. We go from there. Mm. I'm fully on board. Mm. I think fully they need, on board. They need to bite the bullet with Jungle Boy. Yeah, I think. yeah definitely. Yeah. He's a very likable wrestler until he starts talking. Mm. Hello there, I'm Jungle Boy and Jack Perry, and I'm on this road to Las Vegas that I travelled <laughs> last year, you, you... and now we're going back down the same road. Is it that I'm he's good. not bombastic? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. That was the perfect. <laughs> Dumbledore impression <laughs> that you just did there. That Which was insane. Michael um, Gambon or initial? That's a Gambon. Uh, Gambon. Sure. That's a Gambon. The inferior Gambon. Dumbledore. Yeah, 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 yeah. So good. Up the Harris. No, up yeah, the Harris. Yeah, yeah. I agree, up the Harris. Yeah, uh, yeah it's a yes from me as well. Okay. I want to see Hook do more. I want to see Jungle Boy turn heel. I think, as you said, it'd be a nice refresher for his character at the moment. Ooh, yes. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was, that was how excited I was for that. There. Fair enough. So, yeah. Big um, yes. We'll move on now to Ross's second pitch. Now, everybody in the comments, before you comment, there's an asterisk attached, easy for me to say, attached to this pitch. So before you go and comment what you're going to comment, I know what you're going to say, and I acknowledge what you're going to say. Right. We're in the middle of the show, and John Moxley's music hits. Unbooked Jones over here says Taz. Good one, Taz, says Tony Schiavone. The BCC <laughs> minus... That's all he does these days, isn't it? The BCC minus uh, Brian Danielson, for obviously, obvious reasons, are in the ring talking some trash. Moxley then says something like, I can't believe what I'm doing here. I'm the face of AEW and have been since day one, and they haven't got me on the card. This is bull poo. Open challenge right now. Come and have a go. If you think you're hard enough, I can kick you higher than you can kick me. Oh, no. I can kick you way up into a tree. Okay. I'll make me bleed, then I'll make you bleed too. Dramatic pause, who could it be? Now, here's where the asterisk clearly is. Golden Lover's music hits. Kota Ibushi comes out with fireworks and flares in his hands. I know he's not with New Japan Pro Wrestling, but it's where he's most synonymous with over recent times, in my opinion. And it looks like he's destined to appear in AEW at some point in the near future, so it counts okay. Stop your comments. I think that's fine, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. Something mental happens between these two mental men where anything, in a match where anything goes. It's big, it's daft, it's gnarly. It's what these two lads love to do. And more importantly, it sets us off towards blood and guts between the BCC and Kenny and Kota and the Hung Bucks or whoever's going to be in the match with them. And I was thinking just of why this pitch came around, like Omega and Osprey and with Tony Khan, what he was saying about the big surprise at the end, whatever he said. Everyone seems to think that Kota will either get involved in the match or appear just after. So let's just whistle Wazl everybody mm. and do it in the middle of the card right like catch Fair them off enough. guard yeah it would it would it would it certainly would but yes from That's me it's a yes from me yeah. as well yeah, it's, yeah <laughs> I, I can't argue with that I don't because again we, we like to leave the element of surprise for these when we come in don't we you know yeah. what I mean it's, it's, so it's a shoot video I feel like well again a similar one for my next one ish, really sort of ish <laughs> yeah and and Hands down, we haven't, we just haven't spoken no. about this at all, have we? Bloody hell fire. Oh, you know what? Maybe I mean? we should, should we? Nah, we shouldn't start. No, I, I like the shoot element of these. I videos. like the shoot element. We See, can, more than one person around the table can yeah. want the same thing. Exactly, no, no, exactly. I, I haven't got a Kota Ibushi pitch, so he it's all right. I don't, I, don't <laughs> um, I envy his youthfulness. Yeah. Because he's nearly 40 now. No, he's not. He must be over 40 by Is this he point. actually? have a little Google. No. What fountain of youth? I reckon he's pushing 42 at this point. He, he looks ridiculous, yeah. I'm sure we've been saying this, he's nearly 40 thing for about for seven 40 years. years. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find him. I've mistyped. Doesn't exist. I keep typing match of the day. It keeps been a MOTD. Figment of Kota, our imagination. Ibushi. There we go. 41. 41, oh, wow. 41. No, he's not. That's a lie. <laughs> it can't be true. Andrew, go yes. for it. Go for okay, it. okay. Uh, again, also, as I, well, I was just said there... Uh, We'll get into it, eh? Let's just do it. 
We're going back to Dynamite once again. And we're looking towards the Blind Eliminator Tournament for a shot at the AEW Tag Team Championships. Uh, Andrew Zarian tweeted on Monday that from what he's heard, it's basically going to be like the Lethal Lottery. And if you don't know what the Lethal Lottery is, it's a concept sort of within WCW. And they played with it a few times where wrestlers' names are drawn at random and then they're paired together as a tag team. So you get some wacky mashups. Wow. <laughs> uh, some people are into this idea and some people aren't. But I like how... Oh. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Well, throw an idea in there, you know what I mean? Into the ether, because I think I think it's quite an interesting concept, actually. I'm looking, I know we're like, oh, these thrown together tag teams, this, that, and the other, but you've got stuff like it could be enemies for me, the faction yeah. after like team up. And I, I think it's quite, it. quite exciting, yeah. personally. Uh, Tony Khan announces that since Forbidden Door is only mere nights away, there's going to be a few surprises in this evening's tournament, and those surprises, it turns out, that the tournament isn't limited to only all elite wrestling superstars but instead also extends to those within new japan pro wrestling too not only that the winners will go on to challenge ftr at the forbidden door pay-per-view itself as well so we can get pairings i've written down like dan Housen and toriano uh minoru suzuki and hook Brilliant. i'd like to see them two together you got wardlow and jeff cobb uh naito and eddie kingston i said because naito's like quite wardlow. like kind of like he's a relaxed boy and Kingston's like an intense boy. Okay. You know what I mean, and I like that kind of how, like how weird dichotomy. Yeah. That's a word. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> list goes on, but essentially some names might initially be like, uh, why in, in, in a way some people were with the original Lethal Lottery matches in WCW, but then they just end up playing really well off one another. Um, one of those odd pairings in the match is John Moxley and the current leader of the Bullet Club OGs, David Finlay. Two leaders of two of wrestling's most dominant factions, <laughs> they absolutely tear through the competition, which leaves the final two names to be drawn from Tony Schiavone's big old bingo tumbler, Hangman Adam Page. At this point, both Moxley and Finlay are relishing in the revelation that they get to put the beat down on everyone's, apart from CM Punk's favorite cowboy. And who is his partner going to be but wrestling's golden star, 
Kota Ibushi, yes, as Ross said, he's not actually part of New Japan, but there you go. He's quite synonymous with New Japan. It counts, doesn't it? Uh, Yes, what a coincidence that would be, but it's wrestling and we bloody love wrestling. The two boyfriends of Kenny Omega managed to get the upper hand on the heels and win the Tag Team Eliminator match, punching their ticket to face FDR for the titles at Forbidden Door. And then I said, this could lead to a number of things down the road. Obviously, we get the tag match at Forbidden Door and it could be easily interrupted by members of the BB... uh, the television interrupted by members of the Blackpool Combat Club uh, allowing FTR to retain the titles and then I guess there's the ooh factor of having Ibushi appear in AEW team with Hangman and then eventually be obviously reunited with Omega building towards a Golden Elite versus BCC Blood and Guts match and then also said with regards to everything happening you know in terms of CM Punk now being back and things have been said and uh, there's at least in my eyes the tantalizing aspect of oh these are phil's boys in ftr versus members of the elite oh hello what could we have there bit of drama uh, and then that can just build off all the talks around an aw at the moment as well you know what i was gonna give this a no and then you've said that bit at the end there and you've revealed your motive behind mm. all of this and i'm gonna switch it around and give it a yes at the 11th hour Thank you. at first i was like are we throwing away Abushi's big debut by having him in a in a tag team with Hangman when mm. everyone wants to see him with Omega? But no, you've convinced well, me like, otherwise. We'll eventually get. Yeah, there. we will. I'm just being impatient. It's all right. It's all right. It's actually made me analyze my own flaws. No, and no, for no. that, I'm giving you. I appreciate that. I'm giving well, you. A yes. I appreciate you. Thank you, Jack. Sorry, thank I, you. I echo everything Jack just said. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I yes. was also rolling my eyes when Finley was mentioned, but he didn't win in the end. So he it's did, all right. yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's all good. Don't worry. I was going to write a Bullet Club versus Bullet Club thing, but I thought, I don't care That's about the what new one. I thought that as well. I was like, ooh, I'd like that. And then was, I was like, would I like that? Because you could have, moment. like, you know, three stages of Bullet Club, couldn't you, kind of, in a way? Yeah, I guess you could, couldn't yeah, you? Yeah, but nah. Yeah. Uh, mm, yeah. Never mind. Uh, I've titled this one... Uh, well, no, because that's... Uh, um, this is my second pitch. Yeah? Yeah. Um, as I mentioned in the previous pitch, most people will be very surprised if a title ended up changing hands at Forbidden Door. So that's why I think we need to do it. <gasps> And one title that could really use a refresh is the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. It's still got a very talented division around it, but I don't think it's really hit its previous heights since Kushida went off to America and Will Ospreay went off to Heavyweight, and they lost various members of what was a very talented division in New Japan. The current champion is Hiromu Takahashi, who's been champion loads of times before and can definitely afford to lose it, putting it on the line uh, against the winner of a, a, a collision battle royal this week. Wait a minute. Is Forbidden Door on Saturday? Sunday. Also, oh, Collision is still happening this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All oh, right, that's okay. So there's a battle royal on, on Collision. The winner of it gets a title shot against Takashi at Forbidden Door. And the winner of that battle royal turns out to be Swerve Strickland. Ooh, that's a good one. Who goes on to beat Takashi at Forbidden Door. We then get weeks of vignettes, title defenses, Swerve, and Swerve being the very entertaining man he is. We've talked before on loads of videos about how Swerve is great, and even though he is utilized, still very underutilized given his level of ability and charisma. If New Japan can get away with it, I think Swerve should hold the belt, or sorry, if AEW, if New Japan let AEW get away with it, I think Swerve should hold the belt until Wrestle Kingdom, where he can lose it to New Japan hero Master Watto, who in real life won the Battle of the Super Juniors this year, but lost his title shot. So this is kind of a redemption thing on the Mm. New Japan side of things but um for a western audience predominantly this is all about getting more eyes on swerve i think by having him be this 
um, really milking the fact that he's taken this belt away from New Japan. I think this would hopefully give him a bit of momentum back and the heel run would hopefully boost not only his notoriety and the prominence of the belt, um, not only boost his notoriety, but also the prominence of the belt in the global wrestling scene. I've ended it with scene. In scene. The, I think that was... I think I'd recently listened to a Jamie Carragher interview while I was writing the the. Do you know Jamie Carragher? Very scout man. Very scout man. Talks scouts about the football. Sometimes he ends ends things like unseen. Well, it's good because he ended with that because unseen, you know. Unseen, yes. English. Soon. Yeah. It's another noise. It is another. It's a yes from me. Anything from Swerve Strickland, like you know, showcase like that is a yes from me because he is the total package. Said many times in the podcast, he should be utilized higher up the card. Yeah, it's a yes from me as well because I think him in that role would be tremendous. I feel like um, both my pitches so far. have Erred on the sensible side of things, but don't worry, friends. Oh. My third one's really silly. Oh, so I've gone three sensible today. Oh, I feel like I might have three jumped, fast, three sensible. I think I might have jumped the shark with a <laughs> silly one, so we might knock them on the head. Oh, <laughs> oh what? I just build up a really silly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just speaking about me personally. Mm. Right then, so we're ready versus Jungle Boy versus Sonata for the IWGP Heavyweight Title. Hook is at ringside because, as Jungle Boy said last week, this is going to be the summer of Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe how much that sounds like Dumbledore. That is insane. I'm really not getting the top. <laughs> really? No. This is going to be the summer of Jungle Hook. I can't. <laughs> anyway. Did you put your name in the comment? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just before Sonata is set to make his entrance, Eddie Kingston gets in the ring from the crowd and bemoans the fact he's been overlooked and stuff like that, stemming from the last few months and last week's Dynamite. He His big return happened, but then Osprey was there to overshadow yeah. it. And that's even though I know he left AEW of his own accord, but let's you know forget about that and put it to one side. Uh, Eddie is going on and on and on, and Jungle Boy and Hook are getting closer and closer and closer to Ed as he threatens to de- derail JB's big title match. Jungle Boy is now getting furious because Eddie just won't leave. So much so that the pair are now nose to nose and Hook is sort of in the background looking hard like he always does, maybe eating some crisps. But then <laughs> Eddie takes a step back and just starts smiling at jump, uh, Jungle Boy and then thwack, Hook takes out Jungle Boy and maims him with some kind of foreign object repeatedly. We fear the Jungle Boy might be dead. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's how much he beat him up. Uh, Eddie and Hook then do some sort of cool handshake, and now it's Eddie <laughs> with his protege, Hook, in his corner, taking on Sonata in what was, remember, an open challenge. Jungle oh. Boy didn't answer it. Eddie is now answering the open challenge. I would then love to see Proud and Powerful come back and help Eddie become the IWGP Heavyweight oh. Champion, forming a new faction with Eddie and Hook and Santana and Ortiz, but I feel that's more unrealistic than George Miz turning into chips through a <laughs> solid steel cage. So we'll Put that on the side lines there. Just as a accoutrement if you want a picky tea. A picky tea. <laughs> and we love them at this we time love of picky year. Tea. Yeah. That's yes. Tea that part. was that I think that's a tremendous pitch right there. Thank you. A Andrew. tremendous pitch. I would look I think Eddie Kingston and Hook together would be Oh, something New York, spicy. Isn't it? Yeah. Coolness. Something spicy. I think that would be really, really good. And who doesn't want to see uh uh, proud and powerful as well. You yeah, know I, mean? I wish they were friends again. Yeah. Me too. It's a big yes from me as well. Uh, even the accoutrement at the end there as well. Piggy yeah, Piggy Because I, I don't. I know that New Japan are trying to build up Sonata as like the next big. Uh, Eddie Kingston's <laughs> way more exciting than Sonata, so we just get him instead. And I think that also. Him winning New Japan's top belt will probably be like making all of Eddie's wildest dreams come true. Oh yeah, it would be, absolutely. Wouldn't it? He's more of an old Japan fan. I've been led to believe, but he'd still love that. Yeah. 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 Shoot fighting. Yeah, yeah, shoot fighting. Hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. I just I like it when you 
Sayurukan and Katahajime and all that stuff. It's good. It's good, isn't it? Uh, my final one um, is a very, very basic one, um, as I like to do every now and then. Mm. Um, it, and I'd just like to see more women's matches this time around. Uh, I believe Stardom have a show, though, the same day as Forbidden Door. Oh, did it? I think so. So it's to be expected that we don't actually see a lot um, of, if any, sort of mm. Stardom talent on the card, which is... A massive shame, I think. Um, but we can certainly dream, and that's what we're here to do. We're here to dream, everybody, <laughs> all right? Because um, it's pitches, yeah. Um, but here's a few faces. Here's a few matches. I've pitched a few matches that I would like well, to Stardom see. Well, Stardom are, of course, my favorite promotion of last year, so I'm looking forward to it. Of them. course, yeah, of yeah. course. So we've got um, Mayu uh, Iwatani versus Tony Storm. No title on the line. I want IWGP Women's Champion and AEW Women's Champion just going at it. One's really nice and one's really evil as yeah. well. So it writes itself. So, and, and so rather than having like, because I feel like sometimes you know what's going to happen when a title's on the line in terms of who's okay. going to win this, that, and the other. So I'm saying no titles on the line, just bragging rights. We're going back to Survivor Series, everyone. You know? um, I've got Julia versus Chris Statlander for the TBS title to sort of contradict myself. Not there. Julia Hart, Giulia from yeah, Stardom. Giulia. Yeah, yeah, um, amazing powerhouses, and I think it would make for a quite intense match. Yeah. I think that would be very... What's mm, your th thoughts so Is far? Is Julia a powerhouse? I think so. She's like she's pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah, she's not yeah, like yeah. a strength girl. No, but like but intensity. A... Okay, yeah, yeah. Intensity. Yeah, you, you, you. Uh, Hikaru Shida versus Sayuri. Ex-tag team partners yeah. and rivals. Are they? Um, oh. I don't think they've had a match against one another since 2019. And they haven't had one together in America either, at least. Mm -hmm. So it'd be a great showing for Siri in the West, uh, especially pairing her with someone who knows, they know each other super well, don't they? Yeah. Uh, and another, and, and the final one here, it's a very short pitch, everybody. But I would like to see Willow Nightingale put that Women's New Japan Strong Championship on the line against uh, Tam Nakano. Ruby Soho and Suzu Suzuki as well. How this is the wonderful matches you've pitched there. Mm. How late is this show going? Um, well, I'm just, well, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm why? Just let's do it. Well, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's just. Well, there's only four matches announced so Actually, far. Actually, there is only let's yeah, have the other true. four matches. Just be women's matches enough, yeah, as well. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, for the New Japan Strong Championship. Well then, it. Well then. Well then. Oh. Well then. I was just saying, are we missing out on, by having all these matches, are we missing out on ones that could have had more of a build? But it's Forbidden Door. It's, it's a Forbidden Door. Yeah. That, that's the thing. Go on then. Go on. Go on then. Go on then. Thank you. Go on then. Go on then. Jack said it, so I'm going to agree yeah. with him. Yeah, go on. Go He's on got on the informed then. opinion I've here. I've been mm. watching, um, I've watched Willow Nightingale's recent entrance like multiple times. They put like a, a Twitter video out of her just coming out just before Sky Blue came out and had the big reaction because she was in Chicago. Mm. But Willow's an entrance. Just so charismatic. So the bit charismatic. She dances down and then she times it. She goes like, she bursts like a star. She goes, bang! And it's timed <laughs> with the, the music like of her song. It goes like, deal! And then she turns into a bit of this. And I'm just like, oh, what a, what a baby face. Fantastic. She's, she's great. It's like she's from the 80s. It's amazing. Hey, Carlton was that? Huh? I thought that as well. They did the arm A little bit, Carlton. but it's more like, it was a little bit more slow than they. It wasn't as frantic as the Carlton mm. one. But she, yeah, she goes, strut, burst, Carlton. It's an amazing sequence of events. <laughs> you could be a choreographer, Jack. Then it cuts to Tony Storm, just like mockingly nodding her head as if like, oh, this song's really good. But it is. She's Tony probably Storm. deep down inside. She's I like, think so. this is a banger. <clears throat> um, so to preface my last pitch, I, I finally took a, a Fraser film recommendation and watched a film that he'd recommended <gasps> to me. Chicken Run? I've seen it. I've already seen Chicken Run. Oh. I saw it as a child. Cinema. It's amazing. 
Um, but uh, he, he, want, he always recommends, even though he knows that this, these aren't the two genres I'm into, he always recommends horror films or superhero films. Horror films are dead good. No, I was I never disagree. a big fan. I, I, was I never think they always fan. fall back on the same tropes and just become. Sometimes they do it. No, you terrify it. Joanne loves Terrifier, and I just, think it's horrible. If you, if you like disgusting, terrible story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's it, oh, it's oh, it's not a bit of me that one. Oh, right. A bit too much for me that one. What, Joanne what, loves what it. What horror are you into then? Uh, I like Halloween. Hal, that is actually one of my favorite <laughs> ones. <laughs> Halloween. Okay. I like that's a very like the, the, the original one. ones. They're good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really into them. Uh, all superheroes, really. So Fraser will always just go. You should watch this. It's really good. He always phrases it like that as well. You should watch this. It's really good. And it's always a horror film or a superhero film. But I watched, in preparation for the, the recently released Spider-Man one, I watched the original, the one from like 2018. Yes. Uh, into the Spider-Verse. That's the original? So, well, the well, original. The, the, the original like, animated. Like, so, the oh, right. Just out of these Things. two films, it's yeah. the first one. Um, and honestly, even though I think part of it is because I can't watch superhero films these days because they're all all like the Marvel stuff's all interconnected mm -hmm. and self-referential. I just don't understand what's going on. Whereas this was the first film in a in what's going to be a series, and, and I thought it was really good. It's amazing. It's really good. The animation is fantastic. The animation was fantastic. The story was quite simple, but mm -hmm. it didn't need to be anything more than that. So bear that in mind. But this kind of inspired this pitch, right? <laughs> I'm intrigued to see where this goes now. Eddie Kingston isn't scheduled for a match, but he comes out and grabs the mic, says, hey, hang on now. I'm in the G1 Climax in a couple of months, but there's someone who isn't in my group that I really want to face anyway. Oh, wait, hang on. No, wait, I've got this wrong. Wait, what? <laughs> wait, are you just <laughs> making like, this up on the spot? This? No, I didn't, I didn't, that's right. Originally, it was going to be Ishii, who is in his group in the G1 Climax, but I changed it. There's someone who isn't in the G... I really want to face him anyway. Minoru Suzuki, get your willy out here now. I know, yeah. Willy? It was a... I've seen it before. What is willy? Yeah, Suzuki, yeah, it's, I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I was in the same change room as him once. He just getting changed, and I just glanced up. Oh, Big there chopper. it is. Can't remember. <laughs> but it's whatever wants to know you might as well <laughs> I feel like if it was particularly big or small I would have remembered that I, might, I guess it's average because I didn't you heard it here first, yeah, it, first. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was flaccid I can't speak to what it's like <laughs> um, <laughs> Suzuki comes out clothed and gets in the ring squaring up to Eddie Kingston and Eddie says alright then Minoru how about we make this a no holds barred death match um, on the stage, we see Tony Khan and Takami Obari, the New Japan president, furiously trying to stop the match, or at least sanction it first, because, my God, we can't... These guys are going to tear into each other. On commentary, they explain that, hey, Suzuki is technically a free agent now, the same problem that you two had with the Ibushi stuff. Mm. Uh, so he can do what he wants. But Tony and Obari probably don't want Eddie to risk injury prior to his G1 Climax commitments. It's in both of their interests to keep him healthy. So they're panicking over this brawl that's going on in front of them. <clears throat> That doesn't seem to matter because Kingston clatters into Suzuki and the fight is on. And before long, the fight spills into the crowd while Tony and Obari look on nervously from the stage where they're joined by a third figure. It's Scott Damore who grabs a mic and says, you didn't think Forbidden Door was just New Japan and AW, did you, boys? Kingston and Suzuki stop and look at the stage like, who said that? And as they're distracted, they are flattened by PCO flying from the top of one of the crowd entrances onto both of them. It's like an unsanctioned triple threat brawl. What's going on? The fight spills backstage and they pass a closed door which says, strictly no entry, keep out. But they don't see the sign and they all barrel into it and the door flies off its hinges and they're in a dark room. The only source of light coming from a mysterious humming door frame in the middle of the room. Oh my what? god! <laughs> I know who it is! What? I know who it is. What do you mean? 
What, the door? You know the, yeah, it's the forbidden door. Oh. What do you, do you think it I was going to be? I thought it was going to be Bray Wyatt. Oh, no, God, no. Oh, okay. oh, <laughs> that's, why, that's where I thought it was going. They all battle around the door until Eddie goes for a back fist, but his opponents duck and he teeters and wobbles and finally falls into the doorway where he's hit with electricity and spun round faster and faster until eventually he disappears. Suzuki and PCO look at each other, shrug, and then keep brawling. We cut to Eddie falling through a void going, ah, until eventually he lands in an identical room to the one he was previously in, but now there's nobody there. He walks tentatively through the corridors of the Scotiabank Arena, but things feel slightly off. Certain things are different colours, or certain people look a bit different. He gets to the arena and heads back to the ring, asking the crowd what the hell is going on, but they're just as confused as well. He gets in the ring and is interrupted by a certain theme music. SOS, I hear them shouting. I hear them oh crying. Oh um, It's Kofi How? <laughs> Kofi comes out and runs to the ring where he says, Eddie, there's no time to explain. I'll keep this short. You've fallen through the forbidden door and into the wrestling multiverse. I am this universe's Kingston and you are your universe's Kingston. My name is Kofi. And Eddie says, what kind of universe is this? And he says, the WWE universe, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe explains that they have to put on a great match to return all everyone back to their home. Daddy get back to his home universe and all that. Eddie says, wait, in my universe, I was in the middle of a triple threat match. Who's the third guy now? And they turn to the entrance ramp and another piece of music hits. Somebody called 911. Surely. <laughs> what? I was it's, hoping it was. It's singing sensation. Sean. Sean Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Kingston is not a wrestler, but thanks to the expertise of the other two Kingstons, they put on an acceptable match. Everyone gets sent home to their own universes, and they all live happily ever after. <laughs> and then the credits roll and Sunflower by Post Malone plays, because yeah, that's Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Are you all right? <laughs> yeah, was... It's emotional, isn't it? Yeah. I've been taken on a ride. <laughs> What's happened here? I don't know. Apparently in films now, the all the rages have multiverses. Yeah. <sighs> that was good. That was really good. I, I didn't think it would have I this. I honestly it. didn't think it would have that sort of effect on you, though. You've been deep, smoking some been like, I'm you've been, just, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> you've been deeply touched by it. He looks absolutely blazed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise he, I'm not. I did it just make I'm all not. your wildest dreams come true in yeah. pitch four? Yeah. It really did. Is it a yes from you, it's Andrew? A yes from okay. My yes are no hinged on Sean appearing, and since he did, it's got to be a massive yes. You saw that coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <wow>. I was <laughs> trying to name yeah. other Kingstons. Well, I, I, went on the Kingston, I went on the Wikipedia page for surname Kingston and couldn't find anyone that I knew apart from Sean. So. Yeah, love the Sean. Yeah. Although that song, Way Too Beautiful Girl, is horrible. I, I, that horrible. was originally going to be his theme tune, and then I was like, no, that doesn't fit as a wrestling yeah. theme. But somebody called 911. Yeah. Mm. The, the other one was that I could think of was Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo Lover with Justin Bieber. It's a big song, that, like. I think I'm my... indecisive. <laughs> I can't decide. <laughs> Then JB does a rap, doesn't he? <laughs> oh. Oh, but I think nothing in terms of a wrestling theme, shorty fire burning on the dance floor has more got more, a bit more oomph to it. Mm. So. Yeah, definitely. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm just thank you. That's, That's all right. It's fine. <laughs> I don't understand either. I, don't, I, don't I just say it was just really good. I just enjoyed it. All. I just enjoyed it. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Right. Well, thanks for watching, everybody. Um, <laughs> we've got loads of content coming up for Forbidden Door, <laughs> heading towards the weekend. Although I won't be part of it because I'm away. There'll be someone else doing what happened at, but I trust you'll be doing. No, not this weekend. Oh? Decided not to do it. 
No oh. storylines, are there? So just be me going, ow, the move wasn't done quite right. And yeah, I guess Can't so. show the footage, well, so what's the point? Well, Andrew, are you doing... <laughs> I'm doing nothing as well. Oh, uh, you're not Team AW. I am, I'm Team WWE, it'll be, so you'll it'll have... It'll be Fraser uh, and Tom, won't yes, it? it will Fraser be. Fraser and Tom are doing predictions on a live stream as well, which will be on YouTube as the show is taking place. Uh, there will be a What Happened At, not not from me. And, um, and, and yeah, all the reaction in that on the next week's the podcast after... Which right will be then. on Wednesday, by the way. It'll be oh, out, out, yes. on, out on Thursday, recorded Wednesday, because of our trip to Money in the Bank. Oh, yeah. Yes. You excited? Aye. Right. Well, we'll get to that next week, won't yeah. we? Yeah. Oh, I'll be excited. Oh, yeah, there'll be a, there'll be a pitches next week for that as well. Oh, mm-hmm. God, I. Oh, God, it's oh, going to be a busy God. week. We'll have to do it on Tuesday, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Oh, yeah, we are doing it on Tuesday. Yeah, we are. Oh, it's good. already penciled in, isn't God. it? Sure is. That bloody pencil. Uh, well, thank you very much for watching, everybody. Leave your thoughts and opinions. Leave your pitches in the comments section down below as well. Why not? And uh, look out for all that content coming up soon. Uh, Thanks for watching, and we'll see you in a bit. Are you all right? I'm good, I'm good. Thank you. (laughs) ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Podcasts from.